The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, May the 22nd, currently 501 on the East Coast, here to break down the Tuesday betting card on the Diamond. And joining me here, help me to break it down. You guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast. And of course, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, it's Dylan Rockford. D Rock, what's going on, my man? How you doing? What's going on, Munoff? Good to be with you. Haven't seen you since becoming a father, so congratulations. Um, and yeah, how have you been? Uh, keeping you up late at night? Oh, yeah, for sure. Me and Mal were discussing this uh, yesterday that, um, I mean, for our listeners, they know that Mal is about, what, four to five hours ahead of us in Newcastle. So anytime he sends a message, anytime he's waking up, it's probably like three or four in the morning for us. And then, you know, he was... He sent a message, I think, last week in our in our little group chat, and I responded maybe like 20, 30 minutes later, and he was like, oh, what is Munov doing up? And then, yeah, I was feeding a little one at that time. But, yeah, it is sleepless nights, but it's it's definitely 100% worth it. But appreciate everybody in the chat, um, you know, congratulating me. It's uh, it's It's been uh, it's been life-changing, I'll say that much. I think that, that's where we're at right now. But, uh, Dylan, you have um, – what should I say? Revived the New York Mets after your yeah. rant last week, where they yeah. won out five in a row since you absolutely ripped them a new one. Yeah, I uh, I, I saw you were texting in our uh, Slack uh, group chat, and you were like, "Love the energy," and it was from the heart. You know me, Moon. Oh, yeah. I, I just I let them have it, and I couldn't stand it because I was watching them. Me and my dad were watching the game, and then you had Francisco Lindor just laughing all the way to the dugout. But I'm glad. Uh, emotional, a couple emotional wins against the best team in baseball, the Rays. I mean, I don't want to take all the credit. They are playing actually pretty good baseball right now. Um, very good start from Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander yesterday. Back-to-back double uh, starts, playing good baseball. Um, it might have saved their season. It might have saved their season, so we'll see. They're going on the road. They're playing the Cubs and the Rockies, so they got to win those games. But, yeah, it feels good to uh, – revive the Mets. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a long season. It's 162 games, but I, 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 all the hype, you know, we talked about it uh, when we did the division previews and, you know, not only just our shows, but, you know, gambling Twitter and things like that with the moves that the Mets did make this offseason that they were projected to be one of the teams getting close to at least 100 wins this season. Um, I think was their win total was at 95 and a half or something around that, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. It was like 95, 96, something like that. Yeah, so, you know, I think they're going to be okay. I think a lot of it was, you know, Max Scherzer being in and out of the rotation, Justin Verlander, you know, slowly starting to come back here for the Mets. Had some pitching issues, but it looks like uh, they're going to be okay. It's just, you know, the offense is the one thing that you always worry about with this team, but uh, hopefully for Mets fans like yourself, it's it's uh, better days are definitely ahead. Now they are on a win streak of five in a row here. So uh, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. Uh, Tuesday, a 15-game schedule uh, on the docket, but we are missing lines for four games. Uh, that's because we don't have pitchers for those games yet. Uh, we'll kind of go through each game as we usually do. And then, you know, uh, if we don't have a pitcher yet, we'll go ahead and mention it. 
Um, and then we'll just kind of skip through that game. But again, this is a good reminder to tell you guys just to make sure check our picks over on our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, for the games that we don't discuss because the pitchers do sometimes get announced overnight uh, and things like that. Uh and we might have to do a weekly uh, uh, segment Rant. now, Dylan, yeah, for you called Dylan's uh, Dylan's rants Rant. for our fans. I know <laughs> Riley asking, can you rip uh, the Jays uh, a new one for him? And then also TV DBJ saying same with the Brewers, please. So, I mean, if, um, if, it, if it's helping all these teams, I'll be sure to do it. But um, I don't know if I have that magic. I think it was just uh, because it was my team. And I, I, once I did it, I knew they were going to win. I just knew it. (laughs) But I didn't expect five games in a row. I'll say that. But uh, I'll say this, and then we can get into Tuesday. Daniel Daniel Vogerback still makes me cringe. He still sucks. I'm sorry. He's garbage. Yeah. Where's he batting? He's about at the bottom of the lineup, right? Yeah, and I don't understand why they continue to trot him out. Let the young guys play. My buddy was at the game, and they said the the crowd was just – electric once mark was up uh Beatty was up uh mm. and, and and i'm not gonna say and, and i ri- i was talking with mal i think the other pod about gary sanchez bringing him up yeah he actually played okay he actually yeah. caught a decent game uh for justin verlander so he was okay he wasn't as bad as i thought he would be yeah we'll see man i know there's a lot of great prospects i thought we talked about Beatty as well at the beginning of the season uh for the uh new york Mets, so we shall see uh dylan before we do get into the schedule here uh let me go and pay some bills here and let everyone know about the newest sponsor on the sports gambling podcast network that is edge boost have you signed up for edge boost yet if you're if not you're missing out edge boost is the world's first bet now pay letter pay later visa card similar to buy now pay later programs edge boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments that's right at zero percent interest simply deposit funds into your account and edge boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds of uh two times the funds on any legal sports betting site Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances and up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. My Edge Boost double down play of the day. Wait for the lock and dog segment. You'll get those from myself and Dylan. But how to take advantage of it? Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, D-Rock, let's get into the schedule here for Tuesday. First game on the board, I am looking at the AL Central matchup between the Chicago White Sox and the Cleveland Guardians. Seeing Dylan Cease is going to get the start here for the Chicago White Sox. Logan Allen, left-handed pitcher, gets the start for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Guardians, slight home favorite, minus 115, minus 105 on the take-back price for the Chicago White Sox. Total set at 8. Run line minus one and a half plus one seventy at plus one and a half minus two hundred for the White Sox. Um, Dylan Cease has gotten off to a Dylan Cease not like a start to the season. And I'm not sure if it is the pitch clock that's affecting him, but you know we've talked about this throughout the season, at least in the starts so far here, Dylan. That uh, walks have kind of been a concern for him, especially early on in the month of April, um, where he was giving up a lot of walks. At least over his last two starts, he hasn't allowed that many. Um, but three of his last four starts, Dylan, he's given up at least four earned runs in four of those last five starts. Um, he did face 
the Guardians in his last start where he did have a, eh, we can say a pretty good outing. He went six and a third, allowed three earned runs, did result in a loss for the Chicago uh, White Sox, 3-1 victory for the Guardians. You take a look at the other side, left-handed pitcher Logan Allen. He's been really good uh, for the Cleveland Guardians on the season. He's 1-1 with 3.04 ERA at home, 1-0 with a 3.38 ERA. Uh, his last start was on May 18th in that same uh, matchup against Dylan Cease, and he had the better outing where he did go five and two-thirds of an inning, allowed seven hits, and only one earned run in that game. Um, I'm, I'm not sure I can still continue trusting Dylan Cease here. You know, the, I know he can get the strikeouts, but the location and the command has been an issue for him so far this season. He does have a 4.78 ERA over his last five games, 6.84 uh, in his career against the Guardians here, Dylan. Uh, he is, let's see here, 4-4 four and four with a 3.81 ERA. Uh, since 2022, he's 2-2 two two with a 2.45 ERA. Um, I'm I'm going to trust the Guardians at home here. I like what I've seen from Logan Allen uh, thus far this season. I know over the last couple of seasons, when you saw Dylan Cease on the mound, okay, you were backing him, whether it was on the money line or the run line. But he's been a different pitcher this year. So for me, I'm going to go with the Guardians as a slight home favorite here, Dylan. What do you got for this game? Yeah, I do like the Guardians. If I were to pick a side, I think they're I think coming back home after getting swept, I think they're they're in a good spot. Like you said, Dylan C's kind of been inconsistent this season. But I did set my total at 7.3. I'm gonna go under here, under eight. Guardians, like I said, not playing well. They have no offense. They can't hit a home run to save their life. White White Sox have been playing a little better, but on the road this season, seven and sixteen straight up. They're not really the best team on the road. And usually we talk about over. Have been profitable for the White Sox. Not anymore. Two and eight toward the under their last 10. And Cleveland, they've been a dead under team this whole season. They're, they're second best uh, towards the under 17, 27, hitting at 62%. So I'm going to be on all the unders for the Cleveland Guardians, especially at home. So I'm going to take the under eight. I do lean Guardians with you. All right. Next game on the board, 635 Eastern Star, the Texas Rangers and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nathan Navaldi gets a start for the Rangers. Rich Hill is on the mound uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, minus 155 on the money line for the Texas Rangers. Plus 135 for the home puppy here in the Pirates. Total set at eight and a half. A little bit of Vic towards the under run line, minus one and a half, plus 110 for the Rangers and plus one and a half, minus 130 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, going to stay with the total. Uh, I'm going to go over. I was able to grab an eight earlier in the day, but I still like the over eight and a half. I made my total 8.7. Rich Hill at home has not been good this season. Over a five-year array at home, 14 runs given up in 17 hits. Batters are hitting over 300 off of him, so I'm just going to completely fade him and the Pirates in this spot. Rangers coming into Pittsburgh hot right now, 7-3 toward the over in their last 10, including going over this number in five straight games. They're bats are lethal i think they're gonna like really hit hill this spot so mm -hmm. i think i think it's a bad spot for hill so i do lean uh the rangers it's getting up there in price i only made him a minus 150 favorite so i don't want to lay it uh rangers have a bad bullpen i think we see a lot of runs in this game so give me the over yeah, I agree with you about uh, an over here. I'm looking at the Rangers team total over uh, since they are on the road here. Obviously, they get all nine at-bats here, uh, nine innings. And, 
you take a look at these uh, batting splits for the Texas Rangers against left-handed pitching, they are top three in most of the statistical hitting categories, uh, whether it's WRC+, whether it's team batting average, slugging percentage, and it's been consistent throughout the season and over the last two weeks as well. So um, if you want to take a look at the Rangers team total to go over in this game, maybe first five over as well, I think they'll be able to get to Rich Hill, uh, Rich Hill here, like uh, D-Rock mentioned. So. Oh, don't also hate the run line here. Minus one and a half at plus odds for the Texas Rangers either. So uh, they've looked, their offense has looked really good. We saw it over the weekend where they were able to put up a lot of runs. Um, so I think that the Rangers train is the way to go here uh, uh, for this game against the Pirates. Uh, all right, next game on the board here, we have a 640 Eastern start. It's going to be the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, visiting the Tampa Bay Rays. I see Jose Berrios is going to get the start here for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, and Todd Bradley gets a start here for the Rays. Um, on the money line, I am seeing the Blue Jays are a plus 110 underdog and minus 134, the home favorites here. Total set at 8.5, run line minus 1.5, plus 145 for the Tampa Bay Rays, and plus 1.5, minus 170 for the um, Toronto Blue Jays. Jose Barrios um, has been kind of up and down this season. Uh, the Blue Jays have won two of his last three starts, but if you take a look at the splits for um, uh, Barrios in Toronto, he's really good. Two and one with a 2.22 ERA, but on the road this season, he's one and three, and that ERA nearly triples, actually almost exactly triples, uh, where he's at a 6.67 ERA. He's pitched 28 and one-thirds innings on the road, and he's allowed 21 earned runs in that span. Um, he did have a good start against the Pirates, but other than that, against the Red Sox in Fenway Park, he gave up five earned runs. Uh, against the Astros, a decent start, but then at the beginning of the season against the Royals and the Angels, uh, he gave up 12 earned runs on the road in just about nine and two-thirds innings pitch. So, um, And then also something that kind of stood out to me, to me about Jose Berrios, uh, Dylan here, on the road in Tampa in his career, 0-3 with an 8.68 ERA and four starts in Tampa. Um, Taj Bradley, I know he's been pretty decent thus far this season for the um, – for the raise but he is also susceptible to giving up a few runs here so i think we could do see i think we will see some runs early on if you're able to get a four and a half uh in the first five innings over or if you want to play the raise first five inning team total i'm not opposed to that either as far as the side i do lean with the raise at minus 130 but my, my my more favorite play is going to be the over eight and a half um and the first five over and also the raise team total to go over in this game here dylan yeah, so I'm seeing right now at bet three six five first five over three and a half minus one thirty five. Okay, I would so, bet that immediately. Yeah, uh, is bet three six five before I get into my game? Is that only a new uh, New Jersey book? Um, London, right, I think so. Yeah, that's weird because yeah, I think we're so. able to bet it in New Jersey, and Mal has it in the uk and i was like yes yeah that's kind of weird but yeah i agree on the over i set my total at 8.9 but i do like the raise here at this short price uh i got a minus 125 still like him at minus 130 i made him a minus 160 favorite i'm a fan of taj bradley he does give up the home run a lot but he does have some nasty stuff when he's in control uh i got a fade burrios like you said on the road 
Toronto is just not in a good place right now. They've lost four straight. Jose Brios, you want to back him at home, but not on the road. Uh, Rays, amazing at home. What are they? Um, I'm looking at the number 21 and four straight up at home. I think they're going to win. So give me the uh, Rays on the money line. I also like the over. Love it. All right. Uh, before we continue here, uh, for the Tuesday schedule, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you don't love them, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. So go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over, so make sure to take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May contest. Uh, All right, Dylan, let's keep it going here, my man. Next game on the board, it's going to be a 705 Eastern start and AL East battle between the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees. Kyle Bradish gets to start for the Baltimore Orioles and Garrett Cole uh, gets a start for the New York Yankees. Yankees at minus 165 favorite, plus 140 as the money line for the underdog in the Baltimore Orioles. Total set at eight. Run line minus one and a half, plus 120 for the New York Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus 140 for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, we'll start here with Kyle Bradish on the season. Um, he has been, uh, I guess we could say average for the um, for the Baltimore Orioles, trying to pull up his numbers here. All right, so the Baltimore Orioles have actually won three of his last four starts on the season. He's two and one with a three point nine zero ERA uh, over his last three games. One and zero with a two point zero four ERA. Um, he has a better ERA on the road with the three point one two ERA compared to at Camden Yards with a four point eight zero ERA. Um, on the flip side, Garrett Cole. He had his one bad outing, which was against the Rays a few starts ago, um, back on May 7th, where he went five innings and did give up five earned runs in that game and two home runs. But other than that, other than that start, Dylan, he hasn't given up more than two earned runs in any of his starts thus far this season. Um, he's had four straight no decisions after starting about 4-0 and for the New York Yankees. Um, I trust... Garrett Cole more at home where he's just been so dominant um, thus far this season. You take a look at the numbers at home this season, 3-0 and with a 1.18 ERA. He has 45 strikeouts in 38 innings pitched at Yankee Stadium and also against the Baltimore Orioles in his career since he joined the Yankees. Uh, six home starts, 6-0 and with a 4, uh, sorry, 6-0 and straight up and 4-2 and on the run line here. So, I'm going to lean with the Yankees here. I do like the run line here as well. I think Garrett Cole uh, will continue pitching well here for the uh, New York Yankees. Dylan, what do you got? 
Yeah, I lean Yankees here. This one was a tough one to handicap. You know, both teams, they're playing good baseball right now. Yankees haven't lost a single start. Cole's pitched in the Bronx. He's only given up five runs and six starts at home. He's just been on fire. I know the Orioles are playing good baseball on plus 150, plus 155 I'm seeing out there. That's very tempting for an Orioles team who have been playing good baseball, but... I just keep coming back to they play much better with Cole. They usually play lower scoring games, maybe a lean under eight, but maybe I do lean Yankees and I lean under, but nothing I really got to the window with this one, but I trust Cole more in this spot. All right. Next game on the board, we have another 705 Eastern start. The San Diego Padres, they are headed to the nation's capital. Take on the Washington Nationals. You Darvish gets to start here for the Padres, and Mackenzie Gore is on the mound for the uh, Washington Nationals. Minus one fifty for the road favorite here, the San Diego Padres, and plus one thirty on the money line for the home puppy here, the Washington Nationals. Total set at eight with a little bit of vigor towards the under at minus one fifteen. Run line minus one and a half, plus one fifteen for the Padres, and plus one and a half, minus one thirty five for the Nationals. Here, Dylan, lead us off. Yeah, I got two plays in this one. Give me the home puppy, the national. I love under eight and a half. Uh, I only made the Padres a minus 115 favorite. Padres have been slipping in my rankings 21 and 26 on the year. It just won't cut it with the amount of talent they have on this team. They got a nice win Sunday night, but still two and eight in their last 10. The Nationals, they've been swinging the bat much better. These two are closer than most people think, which is even ridiculous to say. But if you aren't catch, if you aren't cashing on the Padres unders, you should be 14 and 31 toward the under. They're hitting at 68.9, just call it 69% of the time. Eight and a half is way too high. They've only gone, they, they only have gone over this number one time in the past 16 games for the Padres. I made my total 7.6. Manny Machado still out of the fold. This offense is not clicking right now might be my favorite play but under eight and a half is the official play and i also lean nationals i think they're live here against a struggling padre team yeah this is a is it mckenzie gore's first start against them since the trade for yes. soto right um i know mal's not a huge guy about their revenge angle but uh mckenzie gore he's been okay uh thus far this season i know the era is at 3.69 uh, and really hasn't translated to victories for the Nationals where they've given up four straight or they've lost four straight games when Mackenzie Gore has started for the Nationals. Joe Darvish has been traditionally a guy that I do like backing at home. Uh, but on the road here, I think you're right. I, I also did like the underdog here in the Washington Nationals, at least in the first five innings with Gore on the mound. So uh, I will take the first five inning money line here for the Washington Nationals. And quickly looking at Darvish's numbers. On the road, he has an ERA of 4.00. Again, it just continues that he's dominant at home and then he does struggle on the road. So I think there is some value here definitely on the Washington Nationals, at least in the first game of this series against the Padres. Uh, all right, Dylan, next game on the board. Let's go over to probably the early matchup of the week. It's got the uh, sorry, the L.A. Dodgers hosting. Sorry, the L.A. Dodgers visiting the Atlanta Braves. Um so for this game, I am seeing Bobby Miller mm-hmm. is going to get the start for the Dodgers, and then Spencer Strider is going to get the start for the Atlanta Braves. Uh, minus 210 on the money line for the Atlanta Braves, plus 180 on the money line for the LA Dodgers. 
Total set at eight and a half with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, minus 105 for the Braves and plus one and a half, minus 115 for the Dodgers. Uh, Dylan, I don't remember the last time the Dodgers were a plus 180 underdog, but um, it is Spencer Strider. He's having a great season thus far. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah, it's going to be either dog or pass, but this one was another one tough to handicap. I did want to back the Braves here, but they're not playing the best right now. But I also don't want to lay over $2 with them either. Yeah, Uh, I like the over 8.5 as well at even money I'm seeing. I made my total 9.2. Bobby Miller, he's making his first start on the road. And I think the Braves could score a few runs off of him. This is still a very good lineup. They're averaging 4.4 runs in their last five games, while the Dodgers' bats have seemed to have woken up as well. They're averaging six runs per game in their last five. So overs have been cashing in Atlanta as well. So I do like the price. I made the Dodger. I made the uh, Braves a minus 190 favorite. So we are getting up there in price. So it's either dog or the over for me. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to pass up a price of plus 180 uh, for the Dodgers. But I know, like you mentioned, they have uh, Bobby Miller getting his first start here for the Dodgers. And you know, Strider has been really dominant this season. He did have one start against the Dodgers last season. Uh, in six innings, he allowed zero earned runs. He, he only allowed five hits and had seven strikeouts for the uh, Atlanta Braves in that start. And you know, this season, he's actually been, like I mentioned, he's been really good for the Atlanta Braves, uh, 4-1 and one with a 2.96 ERA. So I do like the look of what you mentioned about the Braves team total here, possibly in the first five innings. If Bobby Miller is going to get hit, it's probably early on within those first couple innings uh, for the Atlanta Braves. So I look at a Braves team total over in this game. Um, I could see a world where Spencer Strider just goes out and dominates and the Braves do win. But with an offense like the... Um, like the Dodgers, we've seen many times where some of these aces they have, they have those bad outings throughout the season. This could be one of those spots for a Strider, but I'm gonna trust the Atlanta Braves offense here against Bobby Miller in his first start uh, for the Dodgers. Uh, I did miss the game, and let me just kind of go back and clarify: it was the Cardinals and the Reds. Uh, the lines are off the board right now because we don't have a pitcher for the Cardinals right now. But Graham Ashcraft is getting the start for the Cincinnati Reds. No confirmed pitcher yet for the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, and then let me also mention, since we're on that topic, same thing for the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, don't see pitchers for either one of those teams just yet. Um, I saw, I'm sorry. So Eduardo Rodriguez is what I'm seeing for the Tigers, but no pitcher yet for the Kansas City Royals. So we'll just kind of skip over those games with no lines and no probable pitchers for those respective teams. And that will bring us to then um, the next game on the board. Uh, rightfully so, fitting 740 Eastern start. The New York Mets, they are headed to uh, the Windy City to take on the Chicago Cubs. Kodai Senga gets a start here for the New York Mets. Drew Smiley, left-handed pitcher, gets a start here for the Chicago Cubs. Mets are a slight favorite at minus 115, minus 105 on the take-back price for the Chicago Cubs. No total yet. Of course, we know because of the wind direction, we're waiting for that. But uh, D-Rock, your Mets are visiting the Chicago Cubbies with Senga on the mound. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah, I saw a nine earlier. You're right. Uh, Totals are off the board right now. Earlier, I did see nines pop up, and I grabbed the under. Uh, Minus 115. Uh, Hopefully, the Mets win. (laughs) But in 
I, I, I can't back them right now. I, I've been fading them for the past five, six days, and they've been cashing. So I'm just going to continue to fade them. But, you know, as for the side, I do like the under nine. You got two good pitchers on the mound with Senga and Drew Smiley. Smiley at home, he's been great. Three of his four home starts have gone way under this total. Senga, he struggled a little on the road this season, but I think he might be catching the Cubs in a good spot. They're struggling to put some runs together. A lot of swing and misses. So maybe you want to look towards the Senga a strikeout prop he strikes out a lot of batters i think he's coming off a 12k performance uh so depending on where it's coming out maybe six seven k's i'd probably take that over but um cubs yeah like i said they strike out a lot but i think we so we'll see a lower scoring game uh last time i checked the weather we got winds blowing in at wrigley as well but uh let's just make sure it is a nine because if it is i like the under i set my total at 8.1 yeah, the uh, Mets are struggling against uh, left-handed pitching thus far this season. Um, they are number twenty-one against, uh, sorry, number twenty-one in WRC plus against left-handed pitching um, thus far this season. Then team batting average also ranks number twenty-two this season, just around two forty. Slugging percentage is at three ninety-one against left-handed pitching, which ranks number twenty-two. So. Uh, definitely well below average are the Mets right now. Um, yeah, I would probably look at some strikeout props in this game. And if the uh, wind is truly moving in, if you're getting a high total around eight and a half or nine, I would definitely look at the under because Drew Smiley has actually been really good this far, yeah. thus far this season for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, all right, Dylan, let's get over to the next game of the day. We have a 740 Eastern start, the San Francisco Giants. They're going to be in Minnesota to take on the Twins. Sonny Gray gets to start here for the Minnesota Twins, and Alex Cobb gets to start here for the San Francisco Giants. Uh, plus 120 on the money line for the San Francisco Giants and minus 140 uh, for the uh, Sonny Gray-led Minnesota Twins. Total set at 7.5. Run line minus 1.5, plus 170 for the Twins and plus 1.5, minus 200 for the San Francisco Giants. Sonny Gray has been absolutely phenomenal uh, thus far this season for the uh, Minnesota Twins. By far their best pitcher thus far this season. Where he is four and zero with a one point six four ERA at home. He's a three and zero with a point eight nine ERA. He's only allowed three earned runs in thirty and one thirds innings pitched at home thus far this season. So just absolutely dominant at home thus far this season. Now you look at on the flip side, the Twins haven't been able to win. Uh, any of his last three starts after they started three and zero, and it starts um, back in April. But over his last three starts, they've lost each of those last three games, and more so because the bullpen has been uh, giving it up to the opposition, where they play the Guardians, the Cubbies, and the Dodgers. Um, Alex Cobb is going to get the start here for the San Francisco Giants, and he's having a pretty good season thus far himself. The Giants have won three straight starts with Cobb on the mound um, on the season, three and one with a one point nine four ERA. Uh, two and one at home, but he is uh, one and zero oh with a two point one four ERA on the road thus far this season. Um, I'm not going to trust the Minnesota Twins um, bullpen here, Dylan. What brought me to and what caught my attention was the first five innings run line for the Minnesota Twins in games that Sonny Gray has started thus far this season for the Minnesota Twins within those first five innings the Twins are four and one on the run line with Sonny Gray starting so I think that again with the domination that he does have at home like I mentioned he's only given up three earned runs and about 30 innings pitched at home 
Alex Cobb has gone along well as well. So I think that we could possibly see a 1-0, 2-0 type of lead for the um, for the Twins within those first five innings. So I'm going to take the Twins' first five run line. Also do like the full game under in this game as well with these two studs on the mound here, Dylan. Yeah, I took the Twins' money line, but after listening to you, I think I might take the uh, Minnesota Twins' first five minus a half. Uh, actually, I see it plus. You're getting plus half, but it's ju- it's chalky at minus 150. It's weird sometimes it's like that. But, yeah, um, yeah probably going to be all on the Twins here. I mean, how can you not back Sonny Gray at this pot? You know, we've he's been terrific at home. He's only given up three runs in 30 innings at home. He hasn't allowed more than one run in any in any of his starts at home Giants their lineup is bad I don't trust their lineup at all they're just 7 and 13 on the road so I'm, I'm gonna tell you in this one I, I, I took the rate I took the twins on the money line minus 135 but it is getting up there right now I'm seeing minus 140 minus 144 so I only made them a minus 150 favorite so to get the number down I'll probably tell you I'll take the twins first five minus a half I think there's some huge value on their full game run line as well. I mean, at plus 170 with Sonny Gray on the mound. Yeah. Um, I think you you got to take a look at that. If Sonny Gray is able to go maybe six, uh, possibly seven innings, I kind of want to look how many innings he's been going. But yeah. Um, yeah, over his last three starts, he hasn't made it past the fifth inning. So, um, yeah, I think that first five innings run line might be the best bet here for this Twins game against the Giants. And- so. Yeah, and uh, even yeah, even if um the even if they're winning, Giants bullpen is the third worst in the league at a yeah. five twenty two ERA. Twins, they're kind of middle of the pack. There's what are they three eighty eight ERA, but yeah, plus one seventy. It's worth a sprinkle. I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right, next game on the board. Let's get over to a eight forty Eastern start. We have the Miami Marlins. They are in the Mile High City. To take on the Colorado Rockies, uh, Yuri Perez gets a start here for the Miami Marlins and Austin Gomber on the mound for the Colorado Rockies. I am currently seeing the Marlins are a road favorite here of minus 120 and even money on the money line for the Colorado Rockies. Total is set at 11, starting to move towards 11 and a half because the VIG on the 11 is at minus 125 right now. Run line minus one and a half plus one thirty five for the Marlins and plus one and a half minus one fifty five for the Colorado Rockies here. Dylan, what are you thinking about this matchup? Yeah, this one another tough one to handicap. I tried to be cute last week and back the Rockies several times. It didn't work out, lost some money. And now Austin Gomber on the mound. He's been awful at home. I do like the kid, uh, Yuri Perez, but this is gonna be his first start on the road going up to, to altitude. Might shake him up a little. Might be a bad spot for him. So I kind of want to see how he pitches in his first road start. If anything, lean over. I am seeing 11s out there. There are 11 and a halfs. Uh, I made my total 11.7. So I think we see some runs off of both pitchers. Gomber, he gets smacked around. And the Marlins have been playing some competitive baseball as of late. So... Yeah, I, I, I lean over in this game. It's either over or pass. Yeah, currently DraftKings has that 11 right now. So if you're watching live or if you're getting to this pod early, uh, I would definitely get on that because I feel like that's going to be move. Uh, it's going to be on the move any minute now uh, for this over in this game. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next matchup. And I believe this is going to be the pen ultimate game of the night. Um So let me revert back to the Astros and the Brewers. So no pitcher yet for the Brewers. 
Uh, JP France is going to get the start for the Astros, but again, no pitcher right now for the Milwaukee Brewers in that matchup. So no lines, no pitcher. I don't want to waste people's time. So we'll just kind of skip over that game. So then we have two games left on the board. Penultimate game, the Boston Red Sox. They are in LA to take on the Angels. Um, I am seeing Brian Bello is going to get the start here for the Boston Red Sox and Griffin Canning is going to get the start here for the LA Angels. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, the Red Sox are a slight favor of minus 115 um, on the money line and minus 105 for the LA Angels. Total set at nine and a half, a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 150 for the Red Sox and plus one and a half minus 175 for the LA Angels here. Brian Bello, I know one of Mal's lads he really likes. Uh, he's bounced back very nicely thus far this season, especially over the last... Uh, three starts for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Uh, he's 3-0 and in those last three starts with a 2.81 ERA. 16 innings pitched in that span, only allowed five earned runs. Overall in the season, he's 3-1 and with a 4.45 ERA. Um, the uh, Red Sox, I'm sorry, have actually won five straight starts in Brian Bellow's uh, starts thus far this season, or at least over the last five starts, which were against the Mariners, the Braves, the Blue Jays, and the Guardians. So some Really good offenses in that span. He hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in uh, four straight starts for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Now, he did face the Angels earlier this season, actually, in his first start back on April 17th. And he did get blown up by, in that game by the Angels, where he allowed five earned runs and two and a third inning pitch, two and two thirds innings pitched uh, against the Angels. So it was, a, it was a, a quick outing or a quick game for the um Sorry for Brian Bellow in that game. Griffin Canning on the other side here for the Angels. He's been uh, he's been up and down for them. He's allowed at least two earned runs in every single one of his starts. He's allowed at least three earned runs in his three straight starts for the um, Angels. At home thus far this season, one and one with a 6.59 ERA. Overall, in his last three games, he's actually gotten blown up. He's one and two with an 8.36 ERA. So... I think uh, here, Dylan, we may be able to see some runs early. I know the Red Sox offense has been doing very well uh, over the past several weeks. We know what the Angels have on that other side with Otani, Trout, Rendon, Taylor Ward. Um, those guys can hit the ball as well. And we saw, like I mentioned, Brian Bellow got blown up by this Angels team in his first start mm -hmm. of the season. So uh, I think both pitchers can give up a few runs here. I don't trust the Red Sox bullpen either. I know the Angels bullpen has done significantly better thus far this season. Um, so for me, I like runs in this game. I'll probably look at an Angels team total over, but I think I really do like the first five innings over in this game here, Dylan. Yeah, I'm seeing first five over at five. You like yeah, it? I love that. All yeah, right, cool. Yeah, I like the over as well. Uh, nine and a half. I made my total 10.1. I wanted to back the Red Sox, but I was hoping for a plus price. Didn't get there. Um, I do trust the bats a little more for the Red Sox. And, you know, we also have seven mile an hour winds blowing out into center field. And I actually like that the Red Sox got shut out the other night because now I think they're going to explode with runs in this series. You know, Canning, he's been getting hit around in the month of May. Not the best pitcher. So I think this is a bounce back spot for Bello. He remembers that he got blown up, but I still think this lineup for the Angels can knock a few runs off of him as well. So first five over and full game over as well last game on the board uh 10 40 eastern start we have the oakland a's they are in seattle to take on the mariners 
Uh, I'm seeing Luis Medina is going to get the start for the Oakland A's and Marco Gonzalez, left-handed pitcher, is going to get the start for the Mariners. Looking at the lines here, the Mariners are a prohibitive favorite, minus 240 on the money line, plus 200 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Uh, total set at eight and a half. Run line minus one and a half, minus 115 for the Mariners, and plus one and a half, minus 105 for the Oakland A's. Um, Luis Medina so far this season, not very good for the Oakland A's. I mean, that's been the story for their entire pitching staff thus far this season, but Overall, he's 0-2 with a 6.88 ERA, 17 innings pitched. He's allowed 13 earned runs in that span. Uh, His last start uh, was against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The A's lost that game 5-3. May 11th against the Rangers, 4-0 loss. And then against the Angels back on April 26th, 11-3 loss uh, in those three starts. So, the A's have lost by two or more runs at minimum in all three of his starts thus far this season. On the flip side, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Marco Gonzalez, he's been all right for the Mariners. Looking at his numbers here, uh, he did get smacked by the uh, Red Sox in his last start in Fenway Park, where he only lasted one and two-thirds innings pitch. He allowed eight earned runs. It was a quick hook there for Marco Gonzalez. But other than that, he's been pretty decent for the Mariners um, looking at his home numbers here. He doesn't have a decision yet, but he does have a 4.76 ERA. Now the ERA is a little bit inflated just because of the outing against the Red Sox. And they also did give a five earned runs against the Toronto Blue Jays back on April 30th. But one thing that did kind of stick out to me about Marco Gonzalez, uh, Dylan, is that uh, since the 2020 season in 10 starts against the uh, Oakland A's, he's six and one with a 3.99 ERA. So, I, I I think I do like the over in this game. I'm not opposed to the Mariners run line in this game at minus one and a half. I just think Lois Medina was he's gonna give up the run. So if you want to look at a stack here of Mariners team total in the first five innings or full game, but I also do like the Mariners on the on the run line here, minus one and a half to take care of business against the Oakland A's. Because really these are the teams that the Mariners should be beating up on, especially in an yeah. AL West division where it's gonna be the Rangers, they're off to a great start, the Astros. They've kind of been inconsistent, but they're right there in that division. And also the Mariners who had a lot of hype coming into the season. So, you know, those are the teams that you kind of really have to beat up on. And the Angels, you know, they're going to be hanging around as well. So you got to beat up on these uh, on these lesser opponents. But what do you got for this game? Yeah, no, I agree. I think getting minus 115 on the run line against a bad A's team is very uh, favorable and very generous of the book. So I agree with that. I do like the over. I'll end it with another over. Uh, I made my total 9.3. I'm on a lot of overs tonight, but uh, I'm on the over tonight for them in this game. And I'll run it back one more time. Oakland is is hitting the overs in 58% of their games. And Luis Medina is not someone you want to back on the road. In his last start, like you mentioned, gave up seven runs and Marco Gonzalez. I don't, I'm a big Mariner guy, but he isn't the best guy either. He's due for some runs as well. He's gotten beaten up in the month of May and two of his three starts skied over this number. So I see a bunch of runs in this whole series, not just today and tomorrow, but I'll probably be on the over for most of these games. So I'm going to end it with an over as well. Yeah. A lot of people got burned because they were backing the Astros bats to kind of dominate the Oakland A's over the weekend or over the last weekend, I should say. Um, but the Astros offense has kind of been inconsistent, but we'll see if the Mariners are able uh-huh. to take advantage uh, of the poorest pitching of the Oakland A's. Um, all right, so that was the last game that is on the board. Again, uh, I think we went, we skipped over three to four games because we just didn't have pitchers. So again, 
Uh, like I mentioned, make sure to check out Tally's site for our picks for those games. Uh, when and if the pictures are or when the pictures are posted, it'll probably be overnight or after the games here on on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, on Monday night for those teams. But uh, one order of business left to conduct here. That's going to be our lock and dog for the Tuesday schedule. Dylan, you want to lead us off with your lock and dog? Yeah, I was figuring out what was the game we just talked about where we could say we could get a plus 170 on the run line? Uh, the Twins. Oh, yeah. I'll take that as my dog with Sonny Gray on the mound. Uh, Giants, not a good hitting lineup. Uh not a good team on the road in general, just seven and 13. Uh, I, I think they could win by two or more runs at home. Twins are a pretty good team. So I'll take the twins on the run line as my dog at plus 170. I mean, that's ridiculous, I feel like. Um, and for my lock, I mentioned it earlier. I'm going to take the under eight and a half in Padres and Nationals. Padres are the best under team hitting at 69 and a half way too high this offense is just not clicking right now they've only gone over this number one time in the past 16 games uh you darvish mckenzie gore both decent pictures i I think we see a 3-1-4-1 type of game so give me the under eight and a half as my lock and as my dog i'll sprinkle the twins on the run line yeah, I love, love the Twins tomorrow. I mean, uh, we talked about the numbers of Sonny Gray, especially at home. He's just been so dominant, so hopefully he can continue that um, against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, all right, for my lock, we'll go to the last game we just talked about, uh, Marco Gonzalez against the Oakland A's. Um, just really fading Luis Medina here. I think that the Mariners are going to be able to take care of business. I'll take the run line, minus 1.5, minus 115 for the Seattle Mariners uh, as my lock. And for my dog, I am going to go to hmm, a couple ways I can go here. I think I'm going to take the Rays on the money line, minus 130. I think that is a cheap price. We talked about Jose Berrios. He's been really good in Toronto at Rogers Stadium or Rogers Center, wherever they call it. Um, And he's just been atrocious on the road thus far this season. It's kind of been the story since he joined this Toronto Blue Jays team. That he's been good at home and then just kind of atrocious on the road. So, Dodge Bradley, I know he's been giving up a few runs here and there, uh, but I do have full confidence that the Rays bats are going to be able to get to uh, Jose Berrios here early. So, uh, I'm definitely going to be stacking this game on the on the team totals for the Tampa Bay Rays. But officially, the pick as the lock is going to, or sorry, uh, for the dog is going to be the Rays minus one and a half plus one forty five. As my dog, uh, I think that they can win this game by multiple runs. So again, lock for me, Mariners minus one and a half, minus one fifteen, and then for my dog, Rays run line minus one and a half, plus one forty five against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Love it. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. A nice uh, forty eight minutes here. Uh, Dylan, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? Uh, no, uh, I just went on Twitter real quick while you were rattling it off, and everyone should go show love to Mal's Twitter page. He just posted this handsome picture of him drinking at the bar, so he's probably celebrating some wins in the Premier League. So, uh, yeah, it's been up for five minutes. He already has nine likes. I'm telling you, this guy's a popular guy. 
Yeah, that's why we keep them around. Um, yeah. yeah, I was watching the match earlier. I think they uh, they just needed either a draw or a win for them to secure a place in uh, top four to get into the Champions League this season. I think they they ended up uh, uh, a draw against uh, Leicester City. So, nice. you know, Mal is excited about that. I think there was a first time since I think I saw 2002 is what I read. Um for Newcastle to be back in the Champions League. So they've secured a top four spot in Premier League. So they'll be headed to the Champions League for this upcoming season. So I'm sure we'll hear more about that on tomorrow's pod from Mal because he was at the match here uh, do, against uh, Leicester City. I do want to shout out Mal as well. He told me Nottingham Forest plus 425 against Arsenal. They got it done and they no more regulation. They're not getting regulated. So uh, thank God. Yeah, if you haven't already, man, you guys need to check out the Premier League Gambling yeah. Podcast with uh, Mal and Boz. I know the season's winding down. I think there's about maybe two matches left for each team, or two or three left mat- uh, matches left for the uh, for the uh, season. But um, Manchester City has already clinched the um, the title this season. Uh, just kind of ironing out who's going to be going where, whether it's Champions League, whether who's getting uh, regulated, who's going to be able to stay um, <coughs> in the Premier League. So. Uh, definitely check those guys out. They've been crushing it over on the on the uh, on the Premier League uh, podcast with Mal and Boz. Um, if you haven't already, smash that like button for us before you guys get out of here. Shout out to everybody in the chat, Captain Insano, TV DBJ. Appreciate you guys always uh, tuning in with us. Um, and again, subscribe to the YouTube channel for the MLB Gambling Podcast. Make sure to follow Dylan at Rock. Uh, with two K's R O C K K 24. Follow me on Twitter at sports nerd, eight, two, four, follow the Twitter account at MLB SGPN. We'll be back tomorrow in some form and fashion uh, till then. Good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. <laughs>